Hi, this is John Reed live from LiveWorks 2016. I'm joined by Tommy and Volker from G&D. We're going to talk about Internet of Things security, a popular topic for you and me, but maybe not in the keynotes. They didn't even discuss it in the first keynotes. What happened, man? Why didn't they talk about it in the keynote? I think they talked about it implicitly because uh, they were um, indicating that by by joining the the ThingWorks community, you you will be you will be served in a secure way. Nevertheless, we feel that uh, it is definitely a topic, and from the reaction we were getting also uh, to our presence at the at the show, there is there are other people feeling the same way. It needs more. It needs to be addressed explicitly, and it needs to be taken seriously from the very beginning of your IoT project, because it's really harmful and really really expensive to retrofit the security back into a live running system. Right. And that was Volker, by the way, of G&D. We also have Tommy. How's it going? Uh, good, good. Thanks. Uh, it's good to, good to be here. It's, uh, it's uh, interesting to see what's happening in the, in the industry and uh, what the kind of pitches are in the different areas. Um, I would say that, uh, that, yeah, I mean, many of these conferences that we go to, security is actually brought up and it's talked a lot but for yeah for some reason it, it was missed in the keynotes but you know um, maybe some of the industrial environments they are kind of closed so if you think in that box you you maybe are not thinking all the security things that that you have to think about so that might be one reason why it was why it wasn't kind of covered in in, in this context in the get, right in the get-go and may, may, if I may um, add to that, uh, typically it's uh, dependent and it's it's overlooked because it's left to the customer to uh, use their level of security that they need, that they have already in place. So it's um, an an appropriate or it might be an appropriate approach to 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 leave it. Okay, we can we can adopt and we can uh, live with any security uh, architecture that that our customers or uh, our users deploying these IoT projects uh, have in place but from our perspective it's it's falling short because it should be uh, designed in so security by design I think is the way to go for the IoT world. So what kinds of questions are you guys getting at your booth the last day and a half from customers? Greg, oh, it's really a great, a great question. So, of course, as as our booth assess the security and, and security for industrial environments, for example, scale for security, of course, the first questions are like, okay, so what do you guys do regarding the security? Uh, uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, we have all, all kinds of people like consultants, um, um, healthcare uh, device manufacturers. Industri industrial players coming okay so okay all right we have a use case yeah automotive we have a use case for uh, for um, uh, gas and oil and then we need to add uh, security how can we do it uh, can we do something together so yeah we get all kinds of questions and, and then they're asking okay so what what layers do we secure can we do hardware security software security can we secure the connections can we secure the application data uh, yeah, we get we get all kinds of questions, and uh, and uh, yeah, maybe Walker can talk about a little bit like you know how do we how do we approach it? And of course, we also got a couple of good answers to that. And uh, the first big answer would be yes, we are providing scalable security, and I think that is the concept that uh, the IoT needs because every 
project is different, every use case is different in the level of security that it needs to be protected and also the investment that is justified to secure it. So nobody does security just for the sake of being secure and there is no such thing as 100% security, but you need to find the adequate security for your particular use case that you're doing currently, but also all the future use cases that you might come up with. So it's a very good idea to already think from the very beginning, okay, which is my, my minimum threshold that I can live with. And for that, we provide solutions that can start with software layer security, protecting applications on the mobile, uh, protecting application in the machine domain, uh, protecting communication, data in transit, etc. Nevertheless, it's also, it can end up with high security uh, boxes that uh, we are using for uh, uh, central bank degree uh, security or even, even um, defense industry security. Yeah, also, I, I could add to that that uh, um, also the security can be very different uh, um, uh, depending, let's say, if you're doing consumer type of IoT device or, or if you're doing in for the uh, industrial uh, enterprise environment. Um, I, uh, I, I typically um, um, kind of, I, I try to educate the customers, okay, you, you have to, you have to, yeah, you have to find the right level of security that you need for your application. I mean, if you are, if you are building some kind of irrigation system for home environment, uh, you know, measuring the moisture in the soil and, you know, triggering the in irrigation system to sprinkle your yard. Well, maybe you don't need the hardware security for that, but, uh, um, but maybe if that, uh, depending how that is, that system is then connected to something else, then there might be a, may, might be a, some security needs that you need to, need to take into account. And then of course we go to a health applications and things like that, where you, where you do need to the high level of secu security, privacy, and also other things that, that, uh, you, you have to have to think about. Mm -hmm. But uh, we have this it's saying, uh, we have the saying here that. Uh, sometimes we say that okay, I, you have to have good enough security. I try to educate. Well, that's that's okay. One thing I, I try to, I would like to change the term to you have to have a right security uh, for your uh, for your application and needs. And uh, it, it's interesting here in US, uh, many many players that we talk to, this, they when we ask them about the security, they say, well, we um, we um, we know we have to take care of it but we haven't really put that much focus on it yet because we want to get our application out there, build a minimum viable product or something like that. But I said, well, okay, I, I get that. I understand that a little bit. But the thing is that if you don't, you cannot just add the security later on. So you kind of have to build the security for, for your products in layers. So I try to say you, you should think about this a little bit because if it's going to impact your hardware design, you don't want to go back like six months in, in the hardware design cycle. It can get expensive to, to add it afterwards it's not that necessary that yeah, but, but I, I, I really liked i really liked your example with the with the sprinkler system yeah if you that by per se is not an uh, application that really calls for hardware security nevertheless if that if this system is controlled by your mobile phone and almost for any type of IoT service or IoT interaction, we by now demand an app for that. Can I control that with my mobile phone? Can I control it on my iPad? So all of that 
ultimately ends up being on this universal remote control that we are so happy using. But by that, if we also have the digital car key on our mobile phone, or if we have, if this sprinkler application is malicious or can be attacked, then it quite easily can spur into all the other domains that you are controlling with your mobile phone. So you need to also think about the domains that you're 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 in you're in there, and you need to about uh, you need to think about where does the chain of security actually end? And um, I think that's a quite valuable thought. Well, this is interesting because I recently did another enterprise security podcast and the company question on Apsis was talking about how for enterprises, um, you know, for example, if you have an older version of, of an application running in a, in a test instance, that could be enough for a smart intruder to come in. And then from there to sort of assess your whole enterprise, it's like one backdoor gets you into everything. And it seems like this is going to be a huge issue for Internet of Things right now because so many of the devices are have have their own software and their own protocols, right? And so as long as you can get into one, you can essentially get into them all, right? As this Internet of Things and the Internet of Everything, you by, by definition have everything connected. Right. Uh, you're you're running that risk. But uh, looking and we, we had that discussion already. Uh, looking at the the IT security world uh, will, will not do the trick entirely because if you look at they don't have their house in order uh, either, and they are working on it since 40 years. But exactly as you said, uh, um, there are with all these new devices coming into play and with the IoT revolution breaking grounds also in the enterprise and basically it's just another facet of the of the internet of things of the cyber security because every maker and producer of a connected thing also has to worry about the design process and by that we i think close the loop to what thing works and what pdc is trying to do from the beginning the design the idea of the of a new product over the entire life cycle and gnd we are trying to add the security component to that and just to be clear for any listeners who aren't familiar with the lingo ThingWorks and other lingo we're using as part of the PTC platform for the Internet of Things that we're describing. I wanted to ask you guys, one of the, I think, high-profile news things we've read about that brings these issues to a head has to do with smart cars and, and, and cars being hacked, right? Because there's been a bunch of different stories and demonstrations to sort of scare the shit out of people with, you know, as I'm driving along and my friend hacked my car and showed me that he could drive it off the road or... These are getting a lot of attention in the news right now. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, sure, of course. Uh, well, actually, this is, of course, a market that we are heavily involved, actually providing security solution, improving the, the security for uh, for connected uh, vehicles. Um, uh, well, based, uh, well, we have started already with the autom many of the automotive makers uh, providing just our security chips for securing the connectivity for the cars, just as a basic example. But that is... That is really again, and this is like a one piece of the piece of the car and, and, and securing the connectivity. Now we are talking, I mean, super complex environment, very complex. And, and, and if you know Bruce Schneider, who is kind of a one of the kind of a fathers of uh, <laughs> a crypto crypto uh, cryptology and kind of a evangelist of, of security things, he he always said that complex systems are 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 the most kind of a vulnerable because there's so many things in there that 
then things can go wrong, right? So the complex system are the kind of the let's say mo most dangerous and, and vulnerable ones. So, so, so the connectivity is one piece where we have started, but now we are working on, on more advanced security solutions, firewalls, intrusion detections, uh, kind of a certificate management, key management systems for for connected cars. So we definitely definitely want to you know for the cars we have to have really a, a, a really kind of a bulletproof type of security because yeah you definitely don't want to be a car you don't want to be in a car uh, with your family that is that is not secure and somehow vulnerable vulnerable to hacks and I, I feel the same thing about all kinds of equipment that actually goes to your in, inside your home like security systems and stuff like that uh, yeah you don't want to you don't want to have someone else logging into your security cameras and seeing what you're doing or somehow in, in, intruding your privacy so I think those are the couple of the Kind of a, as a person for the personal perspective, a couple of very uh, critical security areas that, of course, we are we are working on on, on securing. You're right, Tommy. Um, very true. Uh, nevertheless, we, we must not forget that the attacks on the cars so far have been purely whitehead and purely academic. So, so far. Fortunately for the automotive industry, I would say, we do not have an uh, installed base of connected cars that are justifying a uh, viable business case for an attacker. As soon as we get, and by means of e-call regulations, e-call initiatives from the different automakers, remote management autom um, uh, use cases that these automakers are pursuing in order to um, provide a better user experience, provide a better service level for their customers, we will see more and more connected cars being deployed. And by then, it's really time to think about this very, very seriously about how to secure a connected device that did not have it in its DNA to be connected. And this starts, as Tommy said, by really decompiling this complex system and really looking into what and where we need to add security levels in the communication within the car network, but also from the car to the outside world via the means of the communication uh, telematics box with the, the telematics control unit. But also with the vehicle to infrastructure type of things where you are now communicating with or we will in the future be communicating, thinking about autonomously driving cars with traffic lights, with uh, side systems, with other uh, infrastructure components uh, giving um, and allowing to really drive autonomously uh, on, a, on a, a dedicated highway. So you provided some advice to customers um, in terms of, which I liked in terms of incorporate security thinking into your design from the beginning. And this is big when you talk about this whole minimum viable product mentality, right? Because a lot of times when these folks build these early prototypes, they're just thinking about, hey, let's build this amazing user experience. And they don't think about what the implications are. So that's one big piece of advice is, is security is part of design. Are there other things particular to IoT security that you would advise customers to be aware of based on what you've seen so far? Yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> Try to think Come about on, that first. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely the, the advice to um, choose wisely the uh, weapons that you want to lead into this battle because uh, um, 
secure elements uh, might appear from the from the very beginning or at at, at first sight uh, cumbersome and difficult to deal with. Nevertheless, uh, it's no wonder that they so far have withstood the attacks uh, from uh, and telecommunication networks are also quite valuable attack targets. Right. So are payment systems, and uh, I think clearly the the migration now to to EMV payment systems uh, with chip support uh, shows that the US is on the right track here also embracing uh, the the fraud management and the fraud reduction capabilities of that technology so yes that's definitely um, hardware plus secure software uh, saves a lot of saves a lot of headaches in the end Yep, and I, I think also, uh, well, one thing, well, I'm really given this advice, I guess, but <laughs> I mean, I, I think a lot of the, the security solutions exist. There's, 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 you know, for your application, depending what it is, I, I think there's a lot of uh, solutions uh, available uh, and a lot of techniques that you can apply. And uh, uh, like I said, they're not necessarily uh, difficult to deploy or anything like that, and not even expensive necessarily. So, so you know, if you, ha if you select the right tools for you, they all exist, and, and you can pretty easily apply them. It's, 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 it's not difficult, and there's a lot of experts who can help, a lot of companies who can help to, to how to get it done. So, yeah. The one thing that I think could be a challenge for what you're talking about is just the balance between user experience and high-grade security, because user experience has become like a vitally important piece of how everyone thinks about software now, right? And I can give you an example. As, as one of these, Mark Zuckerberg was recently hacked. Um, his Twitter account and some other accounts. Turns out he's using the same password for multiple accounts, and it wasn't a complicated password either. This is Mark friggin' Zuckerberg, right? Yeah, yeah. This, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's so int that's interesting. You bring that up. Yeah, that's that's a good that's good uh, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I, okay, so so yeah, this is interesting. Actually, like coming from uh, there's there's a couple of pet peeves of mine, you know, uh, one thing is, well, I, I lived in, of course, in uh, Europe, uh, originally from Finland, and now living in, been living in the U.S. for over 10 years. Uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting how, how the different approach uh, in, in security uh, Europeans have and, 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 and what's happening in, in North America. Here, the uh, convenience, uh, I could say, kind of trumps or security type of thing. So it's surprising to see how, how easy it is. For example, let's say, you know, you have your online banking here in US. Uh, well, they are all, all basically just username and passwords to get into your online banking. In Europe, you have to use like the, the security tokens or one-time passwords and stuff like that. And here, those kind of things are not enabled by default. If you're lucky, your bank, bank has actually a second, a second factor type of authentication method that, that you can enable uh, if you want. But I kind of, of course, I, I enable those things immediately. But I assume most users don't. So they use some username and password that they can select themselves. There is no necessary even any, 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 any basic enforcement on the policy and the complexity of the, of the password. Uh, and uh, here again, actually, there are solutions, you know, like password keeper, uh, keepers and stuff that you could easily use. So again, the technology is actually available to make your password secure, but you know, for one reason or the other, uh, well, maybe there's a, get another like a kind of a com, like a um, um, convenience factor there, and uh, 
and uh, that people are not not doing that. And um, yeah, there's there's few there's there's a plenty of examples like that where the where the convenience. So so the security uh, from if you, if you are building your device, you should put the security in and make sure that you have the convenience because if it's not convenient, people will uh, will not actually use those security features. So if you can seamlessly build the security features in, that's the best. And here, I may, if I if I may add, may add uh, I would also see a differentiation between the the consumer IoT and the industrial IoT because in the consumer IoT, I, we strongly believe that you will see uh, different combinations of established technologies like uh, hardware tokens to carry credentials uh, supplemented for exactly the sake of convenience uh, to to supplemented by. Uh, behavioral situational security you can add quite easily biometrics if you have a variable you can easily detect right. the heartbeat you can easily match profiles if this is really likely to be and likely enough to be the the person who is entitled to perform this and that uh, authentication uh, or to access to to this particular uh, service or this particular uh, entity um, in the industrial environment, we are dealing with identities of machines, so they do not, they do not uh, place so much emphasis or tend to not place so much emphasis on, on convenience. There it is then the authentication and the identification of the appropriate users who have the access rights, who have the uh, policies in place that they can really do and what they are supposed to do, but not uh, access access all the data or uh, to go back to John to your previous example by entering one entity uh, basically um, enter the entire entire firm uh, the entire network of the complete enterprise so hacking your complete company well on the consumer side I think the the legal issues that going on between Apple and the FBI were very interesting because I think on the consumer side eventually you're going to manage most of the stuff for your phone and so phone security is going to be a really really big issue I think on the consumer side. Uh, on the industrial side, it's, I think it's a little bit of a different story where they probably won't be managing massive pieces of machinery through your through your phone necessarily, um, but maybe through some other type of approved device though. So secure IT security will be dealing with some of the same stuff in the end, I would think. So, okay, so do you think that, as we wrap this up, do you think that is, are these things these security issues are they going to slow down adoption of the industrial IoT or 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 not I really would love to say that uh, in 5 years we will have figured it all out and everything will be safe but uh, as it happened in the past the bad guys will uh, continue to try to attack whatever wall you build whatever uh, fence you put up uh, so the race will the race is still on and will be still on in 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 5 years but let me say that uh, by embracing these new type of uh, uh, technology um, for and typically the financial sector has been uh, the first ones to utilize new technologies also for for uh, making making it easier making it more secure making it uh, better to use for 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 their their customers uh, but we see that also in the IOT area let that embrace and uh, let's start thinking about security in the beginning supplementing the security existing security concept keep it, keep in what's good 
but uh, supplemented with the behavioral part, with the parts of resilience, with the part of uh, intrusion detection. So have the uh, alarm system plus the safe installed and uh, let that guard your, your uh, precious information for the security credentials. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna slow down. I, I think, like I said, I, I think all the technology exists, so I don't think it's gonna really slow down much anything. I mean, I'm sure there's, and there are some use cases that people might be hesitant to deploy because of the because of the security things, and it's maybe it's gonna, you know, <laughs> slow one product development a little bit to 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 make the security right, but. In the big picture, it's not going to make any difference. So I'm, I'm sure the rollouts, rollouts will happen. <laughs> hey, well, in six months, Don, or Donald Trump could have access to the nuclear football. So who cares about the rest of our? <laughs> who cares about the rest, rest of our security? <laughs> now you got me. Okay, okay, yeah. There's, there's always, yeah. The, there's always the, uh, the, yeah. That's the one thing about security. Uh, yeah. Uh, the things happen through the weakest link. <laughs> the weakest link could be the human link, which is always the which, problem. Which is many times yeah. it is the weakest link is the human link. Yeah, yep, yep, absolutely. It's true. it's true. Okay. Well, you guys have customers downstairs at your booth probably waiting and saying, where the heck are these guys? So I'm going to send you back down, but I appreciate you sharing your insights. If people want to learn more about your solutions, uh, can they find that on your website if I put the link up and stuff? Of course, yes. Okay. They can. They can. They can. Okay. They can find our, our website. And uh, yeah, thanks for the time. I hope I hope you yep. found this interesting. And, I did. Uh, we are we are definitely always available to talk if anyone is interested in security or, or how how we can potentially help them. We we are always available. Yeah. yeah thanks, thanks guys. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot.